I will not have my entire Dragula experience be busting my ass, pulling Marshmallow out of my ass, and then going home. Well, it's gonna be. I know that this is not the best. I know I ordered shit on Amazon and was like, this'll do, this'll be fine. So are but you I... surprised that you're in the bottom? Honestly, no. I put this together thinking, it's episode one, I have a lot of great things, I'll at least be safe. I just know I have to go into this and show more of who JK is. Because they love the JK experience. Did they? I think some of us might be a little offended at the idea of phoning in the first challenge or really any of the challenges. We're all pushing it really hard. Why do you think you should stay if you buy your stuff off Amazon? Like, your look is very amateur. That's very fun of you to say, Miss Mushroom. I've never tried shrooms, and now that I've seen this, I never want to. Baby, look at the cardboard on the side of that buck-ass cookie. You want to come for my look? You told me that my look was one of your favorites of the night back there, so I don't know why you're coming for me now. I didn't want to kick you while you were down, but I guess Jake Hager. My shit is different, and it deserves to be seen. Well, you had your chance. So obviously the focus of this of this moment is JK and there's a lot there to talk about but I admittedly mostly chose this clip so that we could also very quickly into this coverage of season 5 of Dragula and this episode talk about Cynthia. Yes, uh I didn't want to kick you while you were down but I guess JK girl um yeah, Cynthia as a mushroom. Cynthia doll, the Rugrats reference. It's uh everything for me. I I just like boy did she ping for me as like, "Oh, I'm um I like you already. There's so many things you're giving me already." And I just I think that JK is an interesting narrative. I think that this is not going to be JK's legacy uh of season 5 of Dragula if you've watched the trailer <laughs> for the season. Um Oh, I didn't. So tell me. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to to spoil things, but I feel like in retrospect this will feel very obvious that like JK's going to come back a la like Abora on Titans or whatever. Oh. And then I kind of feel like all right, everybody got a chance. Everybody, you know, got one episode. Now we'll send Satana home. <laughs> oh, I see. So they send JK home, but then JK comes back and they go, JK, is that like what they're setting up? I, you I think? think that's I think that's pretty much what we're getting is a like, well, you know, the boule said JK. So mm. uh, that's what I. Think. Oh, wow. So wait. So what was the scene in the trailer? Well, I, I didn't even watch it. It's just because I did a little peeking and poking on the Dragula subreddit and they were all talking about it where, you know, the like trailer for the season will show you different clips from later looks. episodes and looks and so there's a lot more of jk than we saw as a ladybug or as you know uh oh. troop beverly hills gone to hell uh-huh troop beverly thrills yeah, yeah what a thrill <laughs> poop beverly hills yeah yeah exactly <laughs> pooping out marshmallows some people are into good that good luck with these marshmallows mary <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> Uh. Um, well, you know, there is a line from I, it's not in this clip. It was right before it. So <laughs> Santana, is it Satana? Satana. Satana. I'm going to be calling her. Oh, it's Satana. But, I'm going to be calling yeah. her Santana for a little while uh, until I get used to it. Um, so just bear with me. But Santana, is that it? Sat like Satana? Satan, Satan and Anna put together. Satana. Uh-huh. Say Tana. Uh, yeah. Not to be confused with a Sultana, which is like a type of raisin. A Sultana? Yeah. Sultana? Sultanas. Yeah. Oh. They're like a type of raisin. 
I'm well, like soul, it. like the sun. Like Sultan, like what I was for Halloween oh, in fifth grade with an Sultan. A. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, listen, she and uh, JK are going back and forth about, you know, oh, I'm going to bungee jump and I'm going to I'm going to stay, yada, yada, yada. Uh, well, you know, the reason I didn't is because I wanted to stomp on the runway. <laughs> oh, and yeah. JK says, oh, my God, the delivery of it. It reads like Valerie Cherish meets, oh, I don't know, something else. But she's like, well, now we're on a trail. <laughs> oh, it was. I mean, I, I did cut this clip right after that moment. But yes, I, <laughs> I that was one of those. I think that was I think we wanted to talk about Sultana Santana. Um, I feel like that was such a moment of like you have been spouting drag queen refrigerator magnet poetry mm. all episode and now it doesn't work because it's not about stomping the runway anymore, honey. You don't have anything in your magnet <laughs> poetry for having to hike up a mountain five miles and bungee jump. Yeah. Well, now we're on a trail. Now we're on a trail. <laughs> well, now we're on a trail. Yeah. Just the yeah. way she says it. Oh, God. Now your sister um, is dead. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I love that. But I will say it was the nail in the coffin, pun intended, when JK was like, well, yeah, I ordered this on. I know I ordered shit on Amazon. I'm like, everybody should have just turned their backs immediately and ignored everything she had to say. Well, I mean, like, how disrespectful. And, and it's not like I'm angry about it. Sure. Do whatever you can. Use a budget. Do whatever you can. I'm sure that there are plenty of Dragula and Drag Race girls that use things from Amazon or whatever. But, you know, at least at least stone it, at least, you know, uh, embellish it a little bit. Right. Uh, as RuPaul would say. But uh, I mean, it's there are some real artists on this season and it's just like, oh, my God, you think you should stay? No. I mean, yeah, I, I agree that there are probably a lot of queens. I mean, like Bob the Drag Queen won a challenge in an Amazon look, right? I think. <laughs> exactly. So it yeah. can happen. if And and I'll say this also up front. You know, when we get to Marshmallow Gate on, on the, in the floor show this, this week, I actually preferred JK's look and performance. Yeah. I, and, and I can't wait to have that discussion with you because I know that you – I know that you don't – Oh, like I think of the Marshmallow Man from last season and or from season four, and I'm like, okay, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed that aesthetic. So, it, it yes. And, this, I, I had, and yeah. you did not. And I, yeah, and yeah. it's not, you know, not, not to be like a marshmallow specific, you know, because there, I like, a, I like a good s'more, you know? I do like sure. a good s'more. Sure. But I think that with this, it was more of like there were elements of Blackberry's look where I was like, it's just not – Neither of them are are reading as like both of these looks could be ostensibly purchased on Amazon. And I think mm. the delivery, I feel like I got more out of JK's. But I think that like so the Amazon thing and not a strike to either of them because the Amazon thing. Yeah, I, I buy a lot of shit on Amazon. But I think then JK being like, I just figured like whatever this first episode, I'll be safe. That felt like, oh, that's that. I know we had club kid shoes this week, but I would not worry oh. because this was the real death knell. Mary, don't get me started on the club kid shoes. There were more than one pair. I mean, it was it was goth night at Hunka Bunka. <laughs> Tell you what. Talk about stomping a runway. Oh uh, my goodness. I'm pulverized. Mean, yeah. Yes. Uh, watch your fingers. Watch your feet. <laughs> 
Watch your feet. I'm high as fuck. Um, I'm high as fuck. <laughs> get get out of here. Watch your feet. Yeah, we need that clip. We need that clip. Um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, I, 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 Cynthia, Cynthia Dahl. I have lots of thoughts on Cynthia Dahl, and by the end of this episode, I turned the corner. Sure, I and in the beginning it it wasn't immediate, but then on second watch I had already I was like in love from the beginning because of the first watch. But at first I was like, yeah, I don't I don't know about her, and then I was like, oh, I can't get enough of her. I just I mean, like in drag, out of drag, I just uh, yes, I love Cynthia. I was getting like, look how orange you fucking look, girl. When she was like, baby, look at the cardboard on the side of that buck ass cookie. Oh. I, I loved it. And it was just, I, I thought that moment was so interesting because, you know, we saw in the beginning of the episode, they're all reading and being drag queens and drag kings and drag monsters and blah, 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 whatever. They're all reading, right. blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, don't get upset, Twitter. And then in the, then we kind of see that starting to happen again where, you know, Cynthia calls out the truth and then JK starts to go with that, like, that common retort of like, how could you say that about me looking like that? And it's like they realized halfway through, like, well, I don't really have a case here. And then then for Cynthia to be like, oh, that's funny, because back there, what those cameras didn't see was you telling me you this was one of your favorite looks. So, um, but I guess JK, right. And yeah, JK girl. I, JK girl. I just, I think Cynthia is is a, is a really, I don't know, there's, there's just, there's queens where I just like, I attach right away. And obviously there's some kind of, mom energy that I'm going to be reading into all season with, with uh, uh, Cynthia. Cynthia? Oh, I don't get it at all. Oh, she's yeah. such a like, all right. mm, she's such a mac and cheese mom. And I say that with like so much love, mac and cheese moms. I feel like she's, she's the stepmom. She might be. I think that she drives. I think she's a stepmom. I think she drives an you know? old Dodge Caravan with rust around the wheel wells. I just don't think she has, like, I don't think she thinks child rearing is high stakes. She's kind of like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. all right. Yeah, well, she I'll smokes in the car. It. I'll tell you that. She smokes yeah, yeah. in the car. Yeah, she smokes in the car. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, she kind of, she thinks schoolwork's a little funny. You yeah. Know? Yeah, she'll, like, look over the kid's shoulder and be like, what is this? This is stupid. What, what are they asking you to do? Just put seven. Why do they call it a ditto? <laughs> yeah, I, this is not. I don't. I don't feel the same way. I don't want you to do it, honey. So. Do you want me to write you a note? You don't have to do this. Yeah. Let's go to the movies. Yeah, here I'll just. I just feel like she's she's like you know she's one of those bad moms. Yeah. Oh, my favorite. I love a bad mom. Mm. Uh, it reminds me of. I won't say her full last name, but it reminds me of a mom that I grew up with, who Mary. I, I shit you not. Uh, there was a game. She was a, she was kind of a drunk, and you know, in retrospect, I'm like, oh shit. Um, but her kids, I was friends with the son, and Jilly was friends with the daughter, and you know, we she'd like we'd carpool and whatnot. And the game that her kids liked to play and would like prod her mom to play was, mom, do the steering wheel thing, do the steering wheel thing, and on like an empty road, she would turn the steering wheel like very sharply to the right and very sharply to the left and very sharply to the right like big swerves she was drifting the, on, <laughs> well she, 
on uh, she would go from one side of the road to the other like into the other lane you know what i mean like yeah it was it was, it was wild but yeah the kids would love it <laughs> who would play her i think that's important oh god um uh like long island new jersey italian uh-huh. um uh, thin like yeah. very pretty uh darker complexion like sicilian yeah. Um, who am I thinking of, Mary? I don't know, Jamie uh, Gertz? <laughs> I don't know who that is. But, uh, you can't it's, not know who Jamie Gertz is. It's like that. It's like um, like a young wife, a uh, young Italian-American wife. Like how far from um, Marissa Tomei are we talking? Um, Closer to a hairdresser, closer to Janine from Ghostbusters. Okay, all right. So maybe like a bit of a like punked out Annie Potts with a bit of a Marissa Tomei uh-huh. uh, like root. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's Annie Potts meets. Um, oh God, like. Uh, oh, I don't want to bore our listeners, right. but yes. Anyway, moving on. Dragula, Dragula Mary, we're sorry. back. Season five, Dragula is back. We were promised that this would be a season like no other, that they were totally changing directions. And we got a very, very close version of Drag Race, the closest it's ever become. I would say that this was... Now, here's the thing. Now, we love to talk about pizza on this podcast, and the whole idea with pizza is even when it's not good, it's still pizza. I love pizza. And I'm not here to say this isn't good, but that, like, when I go to, like, you know, just to get a slice when I get off the train on my way home, I'll go to the same place because it's like, yeah, I want a slice from that place. And I'll enjoy that slice for the journey. And then that's the journey. Is it going to be the mo- the best slice I've ever had or the most memorable? Will I dream of it? Probably not. But will I crave it again? And am I happy I've had it? Yes. And I think that's how I feel about this this first episode was, like, there's a lot about this that's familiar, whether, you know, from Drag Race or just from past seasons of Dragula. Um, but is it bad? Is it, it – am I not enjoying it? Did I – was my mind blown? No. But was I disappointed? No. I I had a good time. It was a good time. Was it a great time? We shall see. There, there are – cast members that I am in love with already, which is a lot more than last season or season four. And that's like 80% Uh, of it is like, do we love the cast? I love the cast. I also love the boulets. Like, do not get it twisted. I love the boulets. But when they revealed the new floor show runway, I was like, girl, this is this is the drag race main stage decorated for Halloween. Was I a little disappointed in that sense? Yes. Do I miss like the floor show kind of basement of it all? Absolutely. It, is it going to make me hate the show? No, but I think it's just worth noting. It's a, it, it started to look a little, you know, it's a little sanitized and granted, maybe that's what we're rooting for. We want just a different flavor of drag race, but I don't know. I'm still missing the V the found VHS tape basement drag kind of competition that we had in season one and two. 
I want metal folding chairs scraping yes. the paint off of a basement floor as a queen backs out of her te- her seat to like stand up and go yell at someone. Absolutely. Hey Saint, hey Saint, absolutely. Like yeah. I of course that artist but, over there. Yeah, that art yeah, exactly. Papa Xanax every five minutes. Papa absolutely. Xanax, yeah. And and then at the same time, because you know, and you know, we'll talk about it all, but I think that's a good that's a good thing to highlight. Um, no pun intended, is the new stage and floor show where indeed the idea is, oh, you want to see the look? Oh, we'll show you the look. Right. And right. at first I was like, oh, this is a very different vibe. And then they kind of gave us the floor show edit. And I was like, mm. okay, okay. You're kind of trying to give everybody everything that they're asking for. And I didn't want to be one of those people who's just like – never happy because it's like oh first people complain they couldn't see the looks because the floor shows were hyper edited now we're showing you the looks and it's like oh no we want it to look like garbage (laughs) again and i and i just am trying to recognize like well i I guess i do want to see the looks but i i love a good old-fashioned floor show edit i love a you know an old guar video edit absolutely Well, that's the thing, right? I, I love that. And you brought up kind of my counterpoint, which is at the end of it all, oh, thank God we the lights are on. We can see the looks. There's details shown. It, it feels better. Uh, and I root for that. So it's not that I'm kind of poo-pooing the changes, but I am noticing like, oh, is is this now just a little bit more digestible? Is this actually how it should work for a competition rather than something more artistic like the first two seasons? So it's just that balance. Um, but uh, I will say I I want floor shows that are done at an old Western park. I oh. want floor shows that are on site. You know, I do want that still. I want like uh, something grittier. Uh, I'm hoping for that. And if I don't get it, it's fine. But I am hoping for that. This time or this episode, we did not get any sort of like, oh, during the filming, you didn't see this. But maybe Mm -hmm. we will still get that during the podcast segment. Um, That's what I call that segment, the podcast segment. Oh, Um, yeah, the chit chat. When they debrief without the judges. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But anyway, uh, yeah, my overall impression before we kind of dive into some of the details is that I love this cast. I miss the boules and I I kind of just love this new flavor. Uh, It's always refreshing. Um, It's starting to get a little less refreshing. Those are my kind of overall thoughts sure the familiarity of the pizza with well that rises the novelty decreases and you know i think that when when you think back to like past seasons like there's so much more of this like uh we're gonna put you through a really dangerous extermination and your lives are gonna be that you know in danger and this is all gonna be really scary and now i mean let's be real like the the first act of this episode was a Six Flags Fright Fest commercial. You know what I mean? Like, and and it's just so I think there's that sense of I remember when I first started watching Dragula and I was like, ooh, this is like I would be really intimidated to be on this show as a contestant. Mm. Ooh, you know, spiders all over my tits. But like yeah. now it's just like they didn't have to do anything. Like, I think in the past there was the sense in the first episode that you had to, like, prove how much of a gross monster you were in the first episode. Would you eat the spiders? And now it's just, like, shots. I don't know. It it, it was a little bit. And, like, and then it was, like, 
then they like went to the the lab, which I guess is what they call it now, the laboratory to like geek out over like product placement. I thought, oh, this is a very different Dracula. And um, mm. so there is, so I, that's where I'm also seeing some of what you're talking about. It's like instead of some of that, like, oh yeah, now we're gonna make them eat pig anuses. Yeah, now it's like, punk. oh, now yeah. it's like, well, now that I've got this Boule bo- Brothers water bottle, this is gonna be great for <laughs> sipping drinks. <laughs> Gaga. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about it. Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> my new rattle. My new rattle. <laughs> Fantasia Royale Gaga. Gaga. Marco Royale Gaga. <laughs> Ella Royale Gaga. Gaga. You're a nice cat. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I'm obsessed. I mean, I know how much we like, I certainly railed on like, what's her name? Naomi Carter on Drag Race UK for a Beyonce reference. And yes, I also feel like a Lady Gaga reference is boring, but not if you do it as Fantasia Royale Gaga. Like if you open up your like mouth like that, I, I love it now. Gaga. Gaga. Oh man. Well, you know what? One thing I will say about the forest segment, this like, you know, opening challenge. Um, I, I think on season four, they had to like go through a fun house which, you know, was a little bit of a cop out. Um, but this one was a, an actual forest. And I will say, I I just love the schmacting. Like, oh, my God. Uh, the first one, uh, the first one to come out was not uh, as amazing at it. But there were some queens that got out of the car and like they were like they looked scared. They looked disoriented. And, you know, they're acting. Um, and I will say the speaking of of her. The best one in the forest to give us that was Fantasia. She oh. she was gi- like giving us these eyes, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, this is everything. This is I want. I want you to pretend. I want this to feel like it's another segment. Like, yeah, pretend. Uh, th- part of the challenge is to look completely terrified. Well, it really wants me. Or want makes me wants me. It wants me. It makes me want." Uh, another like you know filming a slasher horror movie scene challenge and Fantasia Royale Gaga to play just like the big boobed (laughs) final girl running and screaming Uh like I just Uh I I absolutely I and if she wants to wear that bucket hat from her confessionals I'm not mad Mm, I love that bucket hat I don't know Mary oh my god where is Chad Sell right Uh, somebody call Shane Gillardi to just create recreate the bucket hat look in the confessional oh my god yeah there's something about it and and just at the bottom of the of the shot just the start of the big boobs i don't need to hold all the boobs in the shot you know what i mean it's just the Mm. like Mm -hmm. the hat it's just the proportions uh anyway glasses the glasses glasses absolutely (laughs) um so now uh yes i i do want to mention there's two things as we as we as we enter this season, I also you know we do get to meet the Boulets in the beginning, doing one of their mm. what I thought was it felt like the end of Titans. I was like, oh, are we gonna get like a proper crowning of Victoria here? Um, nope, just kidding. But you know what I no, know? No, 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 no. We're gonna just fly past that. Yeah, pumpkins. <laughs> uh, but we meet the Boulets, and this is something I want to call out now because I think we have seen it and we'll see it all season is the boulets do boulet hands. They do the, like the monster hands, you know? Mm, And, you know, RuPaul does her little, like sewing a thread and needle kind of hands uh, when she's like doing her pose, but the boulets do their witchy bat 
bat hands. And I just wanted to mention that. And I also wanted to say that sometimes it reminds me of the poster for the movie Magic in the Moonlight. Which is not serious. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Yes. Is that Emma Stone? Yes. Yes. It is the worst movie poster. Google it now. It's the worst. It is the worst. No, I know it. Colin Firth with that completely like, I don't know what that face is. I don't know. He looks like he looks like the woman who got her face ripped ripped off by the monkey. I was like, whose face is this? Well, the real Charlotte ass. Magic in the moonlight. Exactly. Magic and the oh my uh, god, he's yeah. ripping my face off. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, those hands, and she has the bucket hat, Mary. Yes, she, that's an example of a bucket hat I do not like. But that poster oh. with those stupid hands, I don't like the background. In uh, if you buy the DVD, they have this fake um, moonlight, mm-hmm. uh, like a crescent moon and stars. And it's like, oh Jesus! Christ. Oh yeah, the DVD cover is is even worse. Yeah, the blue doesn't work. I hate yeah. it. Oh, and it keeps those stupid hands. Yeah, she's so funny. Ugh. Um. Anyway, uh, yes, the Boulets. I one thing that I used to love about Dragula is that it really felt like a drag show from start to finish, and there was a competition in the middle, and it's because the Boulets would have these like schmackty very kind of campy openings that were often an homage to some horror or kind of, you know, like gay culture reference. And I'm missing, I've, I've been missing that the past few seasons. And I don't know if this means that they're coming back, that they opened it, but, you know, because it wasn't a full on acting scene. It was like a welcome, but we're in black and white. You know? Yeah, it it was not the the full what we got like in season three or season two. Very different. Oh, um, God, they were so good. They yeah, were so good. They were fun. The court, uh, not the courtroom. The uh, the business room, conference room scene uh, that started oh, one of those seasons with all was those brilliant. guys, with all those like yeah, all those they poison them. Those cult media, you know, or cult film, not cult, cult. You know what I mean? The, not cult like C U L T C O L T. Um, yeah, the gay cults. Yeah, uh, the porn. horse, the horses, the raging stallions. Um, we did get this season. Sometimes the monsters are dropped off in body bags. Sometimes they, we don't know how they get to where they are. This season, they get dropped off in the Home Alone airport van, which I thought oh, was a nice. Oh, is that what it was? That, well, you know, it's like it, uh, it's a mix of the the did Home they Alone get out of a van. Yeah, you, you notice cars so much more than I do. Yeah. If you had asked me, like Johnny, recall the car, I would have been like, "Oh, it was a station wagon." Yeah. No. Well, it's just because I was often in the back seat of the car as a child of divorce, and I would often look at the other cars and think about, "Oh, I wonder if, wonder if their families are intact." Um. So I just I notice cars. <laughs> um. She's a killer. Queen. So, uh, that's great. <laughs> it is great. It was great. Uh, people with Jeep Cherokees, their families were intact. Let me tell you what. So, the, <laughs> anyway, uh, our first, okay, here, I need to, I learned from reading, so I think I might need to make sure I'm correct on this at the beginning. It's pronounced Neo Hulu, not Huru. Sure. I'm just going to say Neo, Neo until I know the proper pronunciation. Yeah. Because everybody else on the show called her Neo. 
And then the boulets called her deal Hulu. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, when is she going to correct them? And I was like, oh, no, maybe this is like just how you pronounce it. And then I got nervous. And now here we are. So. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, she she came out. Um, I was a little nervous about her at first. And then she started acting like uh, a total real kind of kind of bitch in the confessionals. And I was like, all right, I'm here for this. She's not going to be polite. She has opinions. And I don't think she's going to mince words. She, you know, she's going to be like, no, this person looked terrible. Uh, and I appreciate that. I was a little worried at the start. I was like, is she going to do that? But she, she, she came out of her shell eventually. I kind of felt like, because there, there were certainly elements of this that I was like, oh, well, you know, if I were a, if I were a betting man, I'm going to bet this. Like early on, I was like, oh, Neo's going to win this challenge. I there's maybe it was just the whole idea of like once she was like I don't really have a performance background I was like okay so you're gonna win the first challenge like that's usually <laughs> what happened got it okay yeah yeah I don't know I've never walked before I just slide around on my ass for 20 years let's see how I do this week and then she wins you know <laughs> yeah uh, I'm excited by her drag obviously she's one of the kind of high artists you know it's going to be very cerebral it's going to be complex there's going to be a lot of parts to it there is uh, uh it's very thoughtful drag which i i like yeah i uh, i mean she certainly was uh, one of the more interesting ones this week so then mm-hmm. we got uh onyx on dicks uh who is from Philadelphia, and I just, you know, I don't know. I, I love a Philly queen in the room. I want to know where they make the light cream cheese, though. Oh. Yeah. Light cream cheese. That's what I want to, that's what I want to know. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, that's why it works. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she, we'll see how she is. She certainly was sort of a narrator this episode. Um, I feel like we heard a lot from her uh, about the other queens. Um yeah, yeah, I wasn't that impressed with the caution tape dress. I was like, oh, well. Now, do you remember who else had an iconic caution tape entrance look? Uh, was it... Um, uh, on Drag Race? It Is was, that what we're talking it about? Was, or, it, it was on Drag Race. Uh, Yuha. Maybe, maybe she also did. I was thinking of Ivy Winters. <gasps> Ivy. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, yeah, I forgot her entrance look. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, well, then we got uh, the first of two kings this season, Throb Zombie. I'm Throb Zombie, and I'm here to put the fuck in Monster Fucker. I'm a drag king from Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, I mean, just, you know, it's one of the things I love about Drag Race is, or uh, Dragula, excuse me, is the, like, the tech crew realness of some of the contestants. Mm. And I just mm-hmm. feel like Throb is, like, she's the only one allowed to put the mics on you. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah, just feel right. like. Don't the, touch the prop table. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Exactly. It's like, yeah, if you could just, you know, uh, if you could just, you know, don't touch. If you just not touch the battery packs, the connection's actually, like, pretty, you know, uh pretty loose so uh let me just put some masking tape on that um yeah i i just kind of recognize this energy right away you know i i know about rob zombie off of the show and so i know that he's like phenomenal and 
I'm I have to adjust to the energy in the confessionals because I wasn't expecting it. It's a little it is a little theater kid for me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that rubs me the wrong way. Sure, sure. You know, it, it it's I think it's one of the things, you know, with drag kings that I think I was thinking this watching this, you know, this episode twice was like in some ways as a as a gay man, I think as much as I love drag queens and love drag and blah, you know, drag queens, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think drag Kings are kind of more fascinating because it is this like very deliberate performance of masculinity. And I'm like, Oh, I know what Mm. that's like. And so when you see that difference of like, Oh, this is what you're like when you're not playing up this butch role. Um, I don't know. Maybe it makes me uncomfortable because I also know, not that I'm ever playing up a butch role, but like, I, I know there was who I who I had tried to sound like at a certain point in my life, and how I actually sound. You know, I think I get what you're saying. Yeah, just that, uh, like I'm you not know, sure. I, yeah, go ahead. With Throb, it's like, well, here's you playing this very masculine person, and then here's like the feminine real you. And I mm. feel like a lot of gay men who have masked and pretended to be straight have maybe had a similar experience, present company included. Oh. Yeah, uh, I think I'm just like tapping into that theater kid energy that sometimes rubs you the wrong way. Um, but it 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 doesn't do anything to my awe of Rob Zombie's character and drag. So I do hope Rob stays for a while. Throb. Maybe Throb will even stay. Maybe Throb will join us. Yeah. But, you know, uh, and maybe Rob will get back into his Dragula and leave the competition. I don't know. But uh, next up, close your eyes, and it's Ginger Johnson. Anaphylactic Mm. is here from Manchester. Yes, Manchester. Uh, Yeah, Anna didn't really do much for me this episode. Uh, I did really love the floor show, um, but otherwise not much happened with Anna. I thought she was uh, a quieter energy. Uh, But sometimes, you know, you got to just feel out the room. Ooh, excuse me, I'm... Getting all choked up about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I felt like uh, I didn't. I didn't get much personality, but I thought, well, that's okay. You got time. I don't think you're going anywhere the, yet. And there's so many other personalities in this. It's not a boudoir anymore. It's a laboratory. So I guess it's a laboratory. I guess the boudoir is where they have their drinks. And then oh. the main stage is where they do their floor shows, and then the laboratory is where they do their laboratorying. Wait a second. What was the boudoir called before? That was called something else before. The cauldron? The cauldron. The cauldron, yeah. So it was maybe called the cauldron. Maybe nothing's the boudoir anymore, which I don't even I don't even want to talk R.I.P. about that. Yeah. I don't even, yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. the boudoir. Right. I don't even know what to do with that. Yeah. Um <laughs> Well, speaking of of bigger energies that might be uh, overshadowing anaphylactic, we get J-A-Y-K-A-Y. It's J-K from Brooklyn. Do you know J-K? I do know. I don't know J-K personally, but I know J-K. I know that name. Um, Yeah. uh, Happy to see J-K on this season. Am I curious to see why she comes back and what she does when she comes back? Maybe for the drama reality show aspect of it, but not necessarily for the, you know, floor show of it all. 
um, if I'm being honest. Uh, I'm curious to see, but uh, I will say when she went home, I was, well, I'll save my thoughts on who I thought should have gone home. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. JK, JK Kimura. Well, and I don't want to be that person, but I just want to save you the comments. I think JK is a they, they. So instead of oh, JK is they. Okay, great. Uh, JK, who has a total radio voice. I can't figure out what JK would be selling, but I just feel like JK has like a Z100 morning zoo kind of vibe. Oh, uh, stickhead. Uh, maybe has a segment. Maybe, maybe, maybe JK is like some gay version of Opie and Anthony. Remember Opie and Anthony? Uh-huh, of course. Oh, yeah. man. Wow. Yeah. Those were well, then we get Cynthia Dahl, who is high fashion horror. Uh, to me, Mary, it's interesting that you thought Santana, whatever, um, was the, you know, the the drag, what she kept saying, all those phrases that were, Magnetic magnetic fridge poetry. Yeah. To me, that was Cynthia Dahl. Oh, I couldn't agree less. I like, I feel like she's a Christopher guest character version of a Dragula character. It was just like drag race meets Dragula. Very AI brawn panties, spread my puss, sickening this, sickening that. And I was like, I was very turned off at first. I, I don't know. I think the tone, I, I think there was a, there was kind of a like, it, I'm sounding dumber than I actually am, and I kind of love that. And maybe that's maybe that's the Christopher Guest kind of uh, Jennifer Coolidge kind of vibe. Um, mm. I obviously I've heard people mention, oh, there's kind of a Trinity the Tuck look or energy, and I see mm. that. Um, I see a little Jessica Alba, and then there's this actress who hasn't been in many things, but I feel like I have seen her in the things she's been in, but her name is Tamara, not Tamara Thomas who loves anal, but Tamara Mello. She played like a featured supporting role and she's all that. She was in the TV show popular and I'd never really seen it, but I'm very familiar with and I'm very aware of the existence of a movie called tortilla soup. She's actually on the cover, but if you Google her, she looks just like, or you know there's a resemblance to Cynthia and so I think I'm also like oh you remind me of that girl from she's all that I love Cynthia's hair uh out of drag uh and I love that look I think it's fun um and funky and you know you gotta love the flesh piercings uh also an interesting feature on her face so yeah and just yeah like- Cynthia doll I do hope Cynthia stays I was very impressed with the floor show look uh, I like a conceptual idea like that. Granted, the club should sh- kid shoes. I almost said shit shoes um, should definitely go. But uh, d- I did like the idea. I didn't even notice she had club kid shoes. I just, oh. no, I was under her spell. I just was like, no, I don't care whatever you want to wear. You're you're a cool mom who doesn't really care and gives her kids, you know, Tatina's pizza rolls and you know, Mountain Dew and says, all right, mom, will be home at 11. I love it. <laughs> she, she's having a, having a couple of cocktails with the girls. She's having a couple yeah. of cocktails at Butchie's. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's not really cocktails. It's like straight vodka. Oh, yeah. With just like, just wave a little bit of a like sunny D over it, you know? A, yeah. Not a splash, but just a drop. Just a yeah. drop. Just to put a little color on it, you know? Put a little, color. little yeah. blush in those cheeks, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Um, so Blackberry's next. Blackberry. Have you ever heard of Blackberry before? No, I I do not. This is the first I've ever seen of her. Okay. Well, we'll see what Blackberry does. Uh, I certainly like Blackberry's nerd girl energy, so that should be fun. Yeah, um, she's got that sweetness. That's what I tell Marco. Oh, he's got that sweetness. He's got that sweetness. Yeah. So she's yeah. got that sweetness. Yeah. And I like that she has an eye for detail. That impresses me. Um, you know, just kind of noticing an unhemmed skirt, for instance. Uh, just noticing different things. That, I hope, uh, blossoms throughout the season. Yeah, I, I feel like maybe she's more farsighted than nearsighted when it comes to that, uh, at least in terms oh, of okay. the looks this week, but we'll get to that. Wow. All right. Uh, okay, so Jarvis Hammer. We, I, I, listen. Everybody online is saying Shelly Duvall, and I get it. I definitely see Shelly Duvall, but and how can it. you not? And you welcome it? Well, of course. Well, I mean, at any time Shelly Duvall is brought into the conversation, absolutely. But there's... Oh, no question. Yeah. No question. But how are people not also seeing Katie Seagal? I don't know. Maybe I That I couldn't tell you. They are apparently not watching her get a paycheck for being in the Connors. God help her. Uh, she was great in Dead to Me in the in the last season. Uh, she was, yeah. you know, an emotional support for Tina Applegate when she got her star on the Walk of Fame and a physical support. Google those pictures. I think mm. we should be looking for Katie Seagal in everything every day, including ourselves. Uh, I, I so saw Katie Seagal, especially when Jarvis was kind of like it was uh, more of a side look whenever she kind of looked to the mm -hmm. side. And that's also when, and shout out to some of our Marys on Instagram, but that's also when you saw Lady Gaga. Yeah. When you saw Stephanie. Mm -hmm. I could see a little bit of Stephanie. I could see, I can certainly see the, the Katie Seagal. She's got kind of the same squarish jaw and the nose. Mm, I the feel nose. like if you change her hair color to blonde, I can also see Anna from Pen15. <gasps> oh, that's a great reference. Yeah, I see <laughs> <Absolutely>. that too. <laughs> Uh, and I, you know, Jarvis was one when I saw them meet the monsters. I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know if this has got like staying power, but like, oh, it better because Jarvis is like, I mean, I, I'm already tasting pizza, and this is like pizza monster, mm. where it's like, I don't care what you're doing or how you do, I'm just happy to see you. I maybe I'm just so biased, but the her opening ghost look. And then the look on the runway, like, scary. I, I'm like, like, I think it's scary shit. Like, it's a scary aesthetic. And I'm into it. And I really hope Jarvis is a long-lasting king here. I really do. I'm rooting for Jarvis. Um, and maybe I should be rooting for Throb because I know Throb off of the show. Not personally, again, I know of Rob. Um, but and who says two kings can't last? But... Man, I I just love Jarvis. Yeah, huge fan. I think there's room to root for two kings. Why not? You there know, you yeah. uh, two kings. Yeah, yeah, two kings. You know, there was two kings in a queen size bed. You know what I'm saying? I right? do. I do. That sounds that sounds good to me. It sounds good to me. Uh, two kings in a king size bed, though. Let me tell you what. Two kings in a California king. Now we're talking turkeys. And there's an overhead fan. Now we're talking turkeys. 
Ooh, and a mirror. Ooh. Now we are. Now we're roasting with gravy. Absolutely. Uh, your thoughts on Santana? Uh, you know, my least favorite kind of raisin. You know, I listen. I like the tone. I like the. I'm a dystopian sex doll, and I'm here to like kill the competition. Like, I think <laughs> there is something. I appreciate that she has come to the party and she's brought a charcuterie board. You know, she didn't come empty-handed. But like, I, I said it before, and I'm gonna stick with it. I feel like this was just, this was just ChatGPT. Just being, you know, being a sexy monster, you know, like I, I'm the monster. Yeah, yeah I'm uh, here to stir the pot and spin a look and I'm bad and you're all going to go home. Uh, and it was like, oh, boy, <laughs> oh, brother. The thing is, is I think what is it? It's Satana. S-A-T-A-N-N-A. Satana. S-A-T-A-N-N-A, Satana. Mary, I don't care how it's spelled. How well, is it said? I learned from reading, so that's how I can help you. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's Is it Satana? Satana. 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 How, what are the satana. other options you're considering with that spelling? Satana? I think that's probably fine, too. I think that's now just an accent situation. You know, kind of like... Okay. You could say, What's like... What's the vowel of the ah uh or the ah, uh, but yeah, uh, Satana... So Satana, to me, uh, I think is a lot nicer, and she has to put this bitchy cunt on, and it it's not believable at all. And I think that's why I get a little uncomfortable. Yeah, it doesn't really feel it doesn't feel genuine. I I think I'd read somewhere that Satana was like had worked like as a a handler or whatever on the show prior to this, and so there is kind of like. Oh. A bit of a feeling that she's like, oh, I know exactly what to do. I, I'm going to start shit day one. And so it, it does feel a little intentional versus kind of like letting the room breathe, certainly once they get to the to the fire. Yeah, she she came in a little too hot and yeah. uh, it showed kind of an insecurity. Um, and then that insecurity, we kind of saw what it was hiding, which was a cunty fairy. So. Yeah. And, you know, sour grapes. That's what they say, you know. That's how it goes. Sultana. Goes. Uh, Fantasia Royale Gaga uh-huh. and her enormous tits. I love that she calls them enormous tits. Oh, I, I think that they should be acknowledged right away. But, you know, and, and when we get to the to the floor show, I also appreciate that they aren't like whatever she's doing is, oh, I'm this with enormous tits. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it, with enormous tits. It's yeah. not like they wear her, you know. Uh, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, enormous tits have been in the drag conversation for a while uh, with Jimbo and Coco, but now we have a woman with enormous tits. Enormous tits. And I'm kind of like, now what? You know? Yeah. What about this? Now what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, now what are you going to say? Now what are you going to say? But yes. Does this offend you too? Yeah, you're mad about this, you know? Uh, yeah, so we've what got... What are you going to be mad about? Yeah. <laughs> you like these big tits? So... Yeah, you like these big tits. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yes, and Fantasia is, you know, she... It, I feel like this is a classic drag race narrative of, like, the entrance does not is not monstrous. Like, bitch pudding, it was like this. Where it was like, oh, oh, I mean, love or drag, but I'm not getting monster. And I kind of think that's, like, actually a very clever way to enter the competition. Interesting. Well, I think Throb said 
you know, I've never seen you do horror, so you will see how it goes. Um, yeah. she's familiar with her off the show. I know. I feel like Throb was just kind of like, oh, wow. You know, I'm excited to see what you do. And then Fantasia was like, well, yeah, I guess you'll just have to see, won't you? And it was like, <laughs> I was trying to give you a compliment. I just, you're, and like, as she says later, like, you're wearing a white dress in the woods. What do you want me to tell you? Like, yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see horror. I wanted Fantasia to say, yeah, you like these big tits? <laughs> and I'm waiting. I'll be waiting. Ooh. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Then we come to another very interesting addition. Uh, I feel like every season there is a monster that's like this, that's just out of left field, that's like doing something very different from everybody else. And uh, it reminds me a little bit of uh, what's their face, the winner of Titans, um, Victoria Elizabeth Black. <laughs> no, the other one that should have won. Oh, no, the winner of season four. Oh, Dolly. Sorry, Titans. Yeah, Dolly. There's like a Dolly quality here. There's a, uh, what's the, oh, God, my brain is not awake yet. Uh, the queen that wore masks and costumes. Yavska? Um, yes. There's a Yavska meets Dolly quality here. Uh, that I love. One, well, don't uh, forget Monica organic. Shannon. You know, Monica Shannon, absolutely. Papa Xanax. Yeah. Um, I, I, when I watch Dracula, I want, I, I do want there to be, like something really terrifying. Like I think, uh, season one and season two had some really, just very terrifying looks. And I feel like Orgotic is going to bring that. And I really hope they keep Orgotic and don't punish them for masks. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like at this point, if you you know this is the kind of drag they do. And so uh, it, that can't be, you know, as Mike Flanagan says later, like suicide on this show. But I think, uh-huh. you know, I think it'll be interesting. And I think the way that they were, like the Boulets were kind of talking about them later in the Chit Chat podcast section, it felt very positive of like oh this is totally different i'm excited to have this kind of drag um you know i think it's kind of like the other challenge that i think some of these other you know folks have had is like adapting that drag to specific challenges so for example when we talk about that like horror movie slasher scene challenge someone like fantasia royale gaga is you know it's like oh yeah that drag could translate into that very easily as well as a lot of these other folks or Gothic, it's Mm. like I would. I, that's probably the one I'm most interested to see. But will it? Will it work in that kind of segment? And then that kind of like now you have to do lines and you have to like get a phone call from a killer. Like, can you play that <laughs> that version of that character as Orcotic? You know? Yeah. No, it's true. Uh, it's the the box of Dracula, right? Um, the yeah. the coffin of Dracula, if you mm-hmm. will. Um, hard to. Hard to figure out how to break out of it sometimes. We'll see. We'll see if if they can do it. Um, But I am excited that this type of drag is represented. Just like I'm excited that Blackberry's type of drag is also represented. Um, Again, like just to praise the casting this season, very different than last season. Last season of season four, whenever I talk about last season, I'm talking about season four. Um, Season four had a lot of what felt like glamazon monsters and i just thought it was kind of boring and not that interesting i want monsters i want tortured souls i want disgusting 
I want spiders coming out of my tits. Victoria Elizabeth Black. Like, I just want, like, a little bit more artistry than dragatry. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I was thinking, you know, season four. It's like the sort of flashbulb memory I have of that season. It just has kind of, like a bad vibe i feel like there was a lot of Mm. like not fun drama on that season and i'm not just talking about mary cherry i like honestly that that's i don't know i i'm just not talking about her um i just feel like there was just like other vibes in that season that just like don't feel as fun as thinking about season two or season three sure yeah it there wasn't there it it was not as lighthearted in season four there was more of a seriousness uh, there was conflicts that were you were kind of like, oh, you really want to fight, you know? Yeah. Um, I yeah. don't know. There was something something different, and I don't know what it was. But that's not to say that there wasn't like talent on season four. It's just the vibe wasn't right, and the challenges weren't right, and I don't know. The drag just didn't seem. It it was it wasn't monster enough. I I just didn't like where the show was going. I was like, wait a second, come on. These are well, all you hated that they had. Sigourney they're all wearing dresses because you didn't want what any. You, say? you hated Sigourney was there because you were like drag is not for cisgendered women. I remember you saying that. <laughs> oh, man, you wouldn't stop about that. That was your Mary. Problem. I did not say that. I did oh, not say that. My goodness. Um, no. Anyway. Uh, well, anyway, we've met our our, you know, uh, our monsters here. Uh, they go through their fright fest, you know, race through the through the forest uh, and finally find each other one by one around the fire. Uh, I, you know, I, I think mentioning Onyx on Dicks as kind of, you know, a bit of a narrator energy. I did kind of like when she talked about meeting Satana and was like, yeah, you can tell there's a lot going on, going on behind that tiny little crown and <laughs> that tiny little, that crown, tiny little right. crown. And I was like, Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> You're kidding. Yeah, she knows. Yeah. 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 Or they know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, who was the one that said people on the, was this was this JK uh, where drag performers were going to read each other? It's not that serious. Yeah. I totally got that this was a direction from the Boulets in that scene. Okay. Read each other. Let's go. Let's have fun. Um, I did feel like it was a fun banter back and forth. Oh, I, yeah. Because I mean, it was so they had barely seen each other and Satana was yeah. like, okay, so who's going home first? And it's like, based on what? <laughs> oh my God. You know what? I, I learned a wonderful backhanded compliment from this segment and I'm just going to keep it an eight count diva. Oh, I, I'm sure you're an incredible eight count diva. I'm sure you do a great drag brunch. Oh yeah. <laughs> God. I love that. I also love when Cynthia said, or no, I think Onyx said about Cynthia, I see a bra and panty and a dream. And I thought that's, well, that's something, you know? The wildest thing she's done so far is wear a bra and panty for her entrance look on season five. And uh, then I was like, okay, Onyx, I hope you stick around. Yeah. And then I, and then of course, when Jarvis said, you know, to use your parlance, Satana, <laughs> I'm not living for the attitude. And and that's when I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Oh, you're going to be great. Ugh, the adult in the room comes out. Yeah, yeah. this is going to be great. <laughs> yes, yeah, Satana is uh, this little sister vibe. So maybe uh-huh. she'll stick around and give us that, you know? Yeah, just some, you know, some little sister to, to you know, boss around. While Fling around a pond. Exa- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Throw her right into the, the thin ice section. Absolutely. 
the good monster. Anyway, is, <laughs> Israel is back. We're happy to see Israel again. Um, I uh, I don't know where Israel was, um, but not featured in past seasons of Dracula. I thought he was there, but just like less so. I don't know. I yeah. feel like, but he does roll in a two hundred dollar flat screen TV from PC Richards. <laughs> Which is nice. It's like, hey, guess what? In the middle of the woods. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We got a Black Friday deal. So who wants to watch Everybody Loves Raymond? (laughs) Who wants to watch Black Friday? Yeah. Yeah. We have the motion control setting on, so everything is going to look weird. (laughs) It's all going to look like a French sitcom from 2006. I love it. Me too. Um, Yeah. uh, They're all starting. They have shots. and, uh, And then... All of a sudden, they're on a set. Yeah, so, they're in the go. lab. I mean, it's basically, it's like the queens coming into Untucked and being like, oh my God, I love this form decor furniture because they've got to admire their mm. black magic makeup and their Boulet brother tumblers. Mm. Yep, uh, that's how it goes. Um, yeah, I I was happy to see how quickly we got to the Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, you know, vibraphone music in the workroom. Oh God, um, I'm so happy. Right away. Yeah. I'm just so happy. I it's my favorite thing about Dragula every season is when we get the Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead music. And I'll I, I think when I think in the past I've used that as our like I've used it as some background music, but I'll add it in here. It'll be playing right now so everyone will know what we're talking about. But you know what I'm talking about. It's it's like the blue man banging on pipes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's the make it work moment yep. of a 90s like kind of montage. Yeah, blazer, shirt, brooch. I've got an idea. Uh-huh. All right, we're going to pull an all-nighter. Yeah. We're pulling an all-nighter. Uh, uh, Chinese yeah. food. Yes, that's right. Uh, well, anyway, Mary, you know, I'm, I'm ready to just kind of pass the baton to you because I, I can talk about the floor show whenever you're ready. So, well, I think, I mean, you know, we've kind of talked about, you know, we, we get kind of the like, here's what I'm doing. This is my inspiration, you know, blah, blah, blah. JK is kind of talking a small game. Uh, but uh, yes, we then go to floor show day where we go back into oh, the right. laboratory and day of the challenge. Yeah. It's again, another drag race segment. Keep going. And yeah, I guess the only thing I would mention is of course, they're still doing the, like the alarm gag, like, you know, please come to the floor <laughs> show begins, blah, blah. <laughs> and I appreciated that throb just kind of sat there and like shook their head, his head, her head, their head, my head, your head. Um, and just good head, a good head, great head. Uh, how is it? Mm. I mean, I don't know. I, Shaken, not haven't stirred. had any requests, you know. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, let's take it to the floor show where I'm gonna say it, Mary. This like entrance, this very drag race entrance montage, I loved it. Mm. I don't mm. know why. I just I mm. loved it. I recognized that it was not the old, you know, spooky version, but I. And it's not always fair to compare Drag Race and Dragula, but I guess I think about when RuPaul enters the run, you know, on the runway, we see him for two minutes standing in that look, and then it's like, get me into my sweatpants. And I like that the boulets, like, give us a little, like, 
moment on the runway each week and we're like bat giving hands. them yeah giving their mm-hmm. bat hands doing you know doing that i think swan to that thing where she was like looking down and then like looks up you know like, uh-huh. from she, bo- yeah, yeah. I, ugh, I just i live for that and yeah it just i had a great time i had said a really good but it was drag race halloween special absolutely absolutely yeah and i, I mean they're good at it it's fine there's a a serious, not serious quality that's so finely tuned. Um, obviously, they look perfect. You know that they can do their own makeup. Like, there's a lot uh, to just admire about the Boulets and this brand of drag competition that they've just refined for years, right? Um, so I'm happy that they that they kind of have these little shining moments. Um, it's also why I kind of miss the campy drag show that we get at the start of each episode, but that's another story. Uh, I'm obsessed with the Boulets. I love them. I love them. And uh, yeah, this is, this is fine. There was something that you referenced over when we were emailing um, that I didn't, I didn't catch the first time I watched um, if you want to talk about it. Yes, and I forgot to clip it, so I will I will edit it in when I edit this episode. But there is, you know, the Boulets introduced the guest this week. It's Mike Flanagan and Sleepaway Camp's own Felissa Rose, certainly not flat as a board anymore and probably doesn't need a screw. Look at her. Uh, from So we got, you know, Angela back. Um, but then after they kind of do their little intros, then there's a little wolf howl and Drac, Drac, Drac goes ooh, that's our cue which i'll edit in here thank you so much for having me again you know it reminds me of my camp arawak days (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, that's our cue and i just thought that was so cute and so i just i i hope that continues i hope they continue to get a cue from a wolf howl that's so cheesy and i love it yeah, well, we shall see. Apparently, there was a, um, I guess Tawny Cypress was supposed to do yeah. this episode from Yellow Jackets. Uh, from yeah. Yellow Jackets, yeah, and then had to cancel that morning, um, uh, and so they got the sleepaway camp actress, yeah, who Felissa. I forgot about. Who did she play? She played Angela. She played Angela. Yeah, she plays Angela. Oh, wow. God, so much has happened since we watched Sleepaway Camp. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, she got, they're called boobs, Ed. Like, yeah. Uh, well, anyway, um, we also learned from one of our Marys that the Boulets directed all of, if not most of the the episode. That's so, my understanding is there. Every, I mean, it's, it says in the very beginning, directed by the Boulet brothers. So I feel like at least okay. this episode was all directed by them. Uh, I think I want them to get their hands dirty. I think they, I think they do better. I think the cast does better. I think that the Boulets have more. If when they have more control over the tone, and what's going on in the scenes, I think it's more in line with, I don't know, just something that's more entertaining. So, we're, it, I'm, I'm hopeful. It makes me wish that when we get the "Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead" music, that we were getting like, you know, boosies with the Boulets. Oh, boosies. I see. Not to be confused with bussies. Yeah. Yeah, no, seeing the Boulets interact with the cast outside of the floor show would be would be interesting. That's yeah, true. Be, you know, an evolution of things. And it's like they're already kind of doing a version of it where they're just like talking to a producer. But I think it'd be cool to 
I don't know. I, I think that is something that I love about Drag Race is that it is a chance to get some, or Project Runway, obviously, to get actual feedback before the final product. I think that's interesting. Mm. Yeah. Well, we shall see how this all kind of pans out. Uh, they did say to listen up to their critiques, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Get the bugs out of your ears. You know, the spiders off your yeah. tits, the bugs out of your ears. And uh, anyway, we get this floor show where indeed you can see the looks and they're doing that thing that they do on the red carpet at the Oscars, that camera, that aggressive, like rotating camera moment. Oh, yes. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm okay with it. I mean, again, I, I like seeing the look. Yeah. I think it's great. I think so here. So I want to talk about, I do want to talk about blackberries because I, I like the concept. I thought the idea when she was talking about it was really cool. I felt like there was a lot about the final product where I was like, oh man, they're going to have a lot to say about this because I just think it's kind of, the construction feels kind of haphazard in terms of like, I can, mm. I can kind of see that like sort of bodysuit you know waist area that just feels like oh you're not i'm not supposed to see that part or like put something there like that it doesn't look intentional and then the mere fact that like where the marshmallows are placed on those spikes did make any sense that's mm, not where you put marshmallows right. yeah it's true it's true they it was here's the thing it feels like they are more familiar with blackberry's aesthetic than we are so it didn't really make sense to us that they were just like, oh, my God, you're in the top. Like, I didn't understand why she was in the top. Did I think did I kind of like like the look and like the direction of, of it? Sure. But uh, you're absolutely right. There were details where I was like, ah, I think I think that she shouldn't get just like a pass for that. Um, but it, it did seem like they were more familiar with Blackberry than we were, obviously. Uh, so we, there was a knowledge that we were kind of not privy to. The, you know, I think back to season three with Louisiana Purchase, who had a very distinct aesthetic that was, for lack of a better word, just less complex than the other contestants. And yet, she got very, very far and was kind of praised for staying in her lane. So I do hope that BlackBerry has established her lane and stays in it. Otherwise, I'm going to look back on this at this look and go, nope, shouldn't have been in the top. I mean, yeah, you know, Louisiana Purchase, she found the pumpkin, for God's sake. But she found the pumpkin. I think a great example of, of you know, Louisiana Purchase is the vampire runway where she did it was like a pink little you know, yep. bodysuit or a little, you know, thing, a little corseted, you know, little bathing suit thing. And then she had like the red hair and she had the, uh, you know, the, the fangs. But it was like, was it the most complex look that week? No. But I knew exactly what she was doing. The details that were there were all in the right place. It was completely thought through. And I think that was the thing with Blackberry where it was like, oh, I just feel like this doesn't fit you right. And not in a way that's like it's not supposed to fit. It's like, why are you wearing pearls? Like, what? Do we, like, I, there's a part of me that feels like, oh, they know something we don't know. It feels like a cop out. It's like, well, oh, I don't know. I kind of feel like, at the same time, they're telling all these other folks, like, this is your chance to make a first impression. Um, mm. So, like, make a great first impression. So, I don't know. I kind of feel like that's. It just did make sense to me. 
Listen, I don't think Blackberry should have been in the top. Maybe a low safe, you know? Um, sure. And maybe even in the bottom. Maybe even the bottom. Do I, am I really, am I that kind of down with them putting Onyx in the bottom? Like, why was Onyx in the bottom? This See, was, yeah. it was a weird choice. Yeah, I would have maybe swapped the two and maybe, had, well, maybe not swapped of Onyx in the top, but like Onyx being safe. Blackberry maybe in the bottom three. And then, you know, obviously some of the safe folks, I maybe would have, I don't know. Like, I I really, I mean, I, re I guess let's talk about them. But, like, I loved Throb's, like, gross dude drag. Oh, yeah. I love that drag. I think oh. that's so interesting. I, and it was scary. It's yeah. scary. It's what's in that bag. It's a little Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's just mm -hmm. like, I love it. I think that I'm always excited to see. Um, and if anything, I was kind of surprised that they had thoughts on Jarvis, but then they didn't like keep Jarvis on stage to be like, so what was this look about? You know? Right. Right. Uh, they, they, <laughs> Hated Onyx's more. <laughs> yeah, just hated it more. And I get it. Onyx's, it was like you stuck a couple flowers in it and called it Terror in the Woods. But, I mean, I think the the puppet was really cool. I think mm. the overall it was like a cool look. And I don't know. I mean, She was head and shoulders above the rest. Absolutely. She was two heads <laughs> and, and a shoulder above the rest. Absolutely. Yes. Um, no, I, I Onyx was fine. Um, again, Onyx was synonymous with anaphylactic. Like I both would say, were just yep. kind of creepy Victorian. Okay, they're in the woods, you know. Yeah, and honestly, like that's maybe something over time with drag Dragula, like creepy Victorian. I'm kind of like, okay, we get it. Like enough, <laughs> enough tattered crinoline. You know what I mean? Enough. What is this burnt lace? Yes. Yeah. You know, honestly, like once Disasterina did her baby's dress in, in season two, oh. I was done. I was like, that's it. Done. Done. I don't want to see any more, you know, creepy Victorian ladies. I don't care. Uh-huh. Uh. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. That dress. Oh, and she was beating the children. Jesus anyway. Christ. Yeah. We will never get a cast like that again. That was some uh, fucking lightning in a bottle right there. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So fucking good. All of them. All of them. All of them. Everyone brought something that season. Jesus. Uh, well, anyway, I, I'm not to say that I don't love this cast. Um, I guess I could have put Fantasia in the top. I could have put Throb mm -hmm. in the top. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Fantasia's. That was an example of like really cool thought out look. And it wasn't, I'm this like forest monster with huge boobs. It I yeah. think it's more of like the proportions of the look all worked. And I was like, oh, that's because like that's a big thing to like not stand out. I just was really impressed that like, mm. you know, her boobs were not, you know, gaga. They were just gaga, you know. <laughs> um, Let's talk about Cynthia Dahl's look. You know, it wasn't scary. It was definitely more fashion and it had club kid shoes. Like yeah. huge club kit shoes. And I didn't I didn't even notice them. I thought that the look was I didn't see the terror. I saw the uh forest part. I mean I I thought the her reference of this like 2007 movie Shrooms. I was like, "Well, that's kind of a deep cut." But then I think they're like give us some kind of like psychedelic cosmic horror underneath, you know what I mean? Like I think there needed sure. to be some pairing of like 
a bad mushroom trip in the woods like where was the mm. the trip part this was just the mushroom part you know i worry that cynthia is not gonna want to look gross ever like she's not gonna want to look disgusting i mean her entrance was no she won't ruin a you know okay well i mean that's fair but it's also like she got to wear a bra and panties you know like there's something about her this aesthetic where i'm like if they asked you to pour blood on it you wouldn't have I don't know. Have you seen the way she raises her kids? I just have you seen what she feeds them for dinner? I feel like she does not give two shits about nobody. Um, well, I see what you're saying. I I don't know. I'm I'm sweet on her, so I'm just kind of like, no, I think she's gonna be great. She's gonna be great. No, she's gonna be great. You know, because I'm sweet on her. It's not. Yeah, it, I I haven't. There's only one I think that I'm really sweet on, and it's Jarvis. Um, the the others, obviously, I have some favorites, right? Fantasia or Gothic. Um, Neo obviously Throb I just I'm just like oh my god I'm so excited Throb is on this show um, But uh, you know We'll see we'll see about the others We'll see about the others um, Who else do you want to talk about Well you know I think in, in terms of Marshmallow looks Listen I, a lot has been said about JK's look and the Amazon of it all But like I I didn't I know we've already kind of talked about this, but like, honestly, like I thought the performance of this look was really successful and was interesting. And I, I think it, it's the kind of look sometimes, you know, sometimes cheap is better. You know what I mean? Sometimes looking kind of, you know, store bought or, or just looking less ornate tells a, a better story. And I really liked it. And I think between the two marshmallow looks, I think I preferred JK's overall. Hey, I, I I think that's great. Um, I will say the pillow on the wig is really what kind of did it over the top for me for Black Bear. I was like, no, there's a lot more thought going on here to build something. Whereas JK's, it, it just kind of felt rushed and uninspired. But it's not that it was terrible. Uh, I can certainly see your side of this equation. And I... I didn't like it. Well, and to be fair, JK did admit like, yeah, no, this was, you know, this I'm pulling out B material here. But I guess if I was like at a Halloween night at a bar in Brooklyn, I'd be like, this works. This is great. You know, mm. uh, but, you know, it's Dr- Dracula. So um, anyway, I guess the only one we haven't, we haven't really talked about the winner uh, is Neo. I mean, the moment she came out with the with the masks, multiple masks. So I was like, OK, well, you're going to win. OK. I knew this. I, I said this before. I said this around the fire. You're gonna win. You're gonna win. Oh my oh, god. Oh, oh, she's gonna win. Oh, she's yeah. gonna win. Oh my god, look, she's never performed before, you guys. Uh it was uh no, it was very complex. Um it was it at at once it looked a little busy and too much and artistic and impressive, right? Because it was so different, uh I think it was pretty awesome. I wonder why you think Neo should win over Orgotic. I, I was just like, I just expected it. I think Orgotic could have won, but I, I don't know. I think the narrative, I, the, the reason is, is probably just the narrative of like, 
mm. you know, here's this performer who doesn't really have much performance experience giving them the first win. And then with Organic, I feel like the narrative of like, oh, this is an invitation to learn more about your drag. Like I, I, I get the kind of like, oh, we're not going to give you the win yet, but we definitely want to see more. Like I got it. If I were to look at it at like a story production standpoint, it that makes a lot more sense to me. Um, and I feel like there had to be a story production reason of why, you know, Blackberry was in the top three while, you know, the other marshmallow look was in the, was the one that went home. Mm. They were doing something there. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was an interesting read from Satana to read Orgotic's like pristine coat, um, you know. Uh, freshly ironed or freshly pressed coat right, um, right but but i do think that there's a there is a creepiness to that right when the killer is pristine um i don't know you uh th- there's a reason for it that might be pretty scary i think it's kind of like when when there's like daytime horror when like scary things happen in a horror movie mm-hmm. during the day it's like more unsettling because it's not the expected mm-hmm. like you know pitch black middle of the night setting mm what did you uh what do we say there's like this this Dragula does this like performance quality halfway through the runway um and I like that they kept that I'm, I think I'm gonna call it phase two like when mm-hmm. you fight a boss in a Nintendo game there's like a phase two often um and phase two of this runway performance this floor show performance reminds me kind of, of how, why we loved drag race Thailand so much uh, because there was always something else to happen there was always some sort of performance yeah i i thought this was really kind of trying to give everybody what they want of like we want you to be able to see the looks you're going to still have that kind of you know dragula floor show feeling you know it's kind of like you know the floor show goes into monkey mode to use a sonic the hedgehog mm. racers term sure. i feel like it just kind of like it's it gets scoopy it gets kind of gets the zips and i think the thing about that is that that edit works better when the lighting is a little bit lower like right i wouldn't have been upset if like even the lighting changed and it went back to that kind of like spooky lighting like you know Uh alexa you know floor show light red (laughs) you know um sure and so that will be interesting to see over the episodes as like they have floor shows in different settings and you know maybe do different things on the stage um but i yeah i i did feel by the end like well okay they're they're really trying to give everybody what they want. There you go. Well, uh, Neo wins, and the marshmallow and the cunty fairy are in the bottom. Um, I, I really, I really thought Satana should have gone home. I was fully expecting it. I was like sitting there, just like filing my nails, like yeah, okay, well she's gonna go home. Well, obviously she's gonna go home because like J.K. They're gonna keep around. Blah blah. blah. And, you know, then they get to – and someone on, on the subreddit mentioned this, and I think we've probably talked about this, is when you, they do these eliminations, and I think they did this once in season four, is you should have both eliminated contestants in that final – or, you know, ex, uh, exterminated contestants in that final yes. segment, and then we don't really know – who dies until like the last shot. And so it was like, right. what if we were following JK around this segment? And then in the last moment, you know, they run into Satana and then like turn and throw her into the, into the knife. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. I think that would have been more clever than like, Oh, okay. So it's JK. And you're almost like not even engaged in the final segment at that point. 
yeah, uh, definitely would rather there be a little bit more kind of suspense. Uh, and love the acting, love this campiness. I think it's great. Um, I, yeah, I love whenever they do this, whenever we see the contestants aware that they have to act, you know, I just, yeah, I think it's great. I appreciate it. Yeah, and, and I think that's the thing that we've seen in the past seasons, that those opening segments with the boulets would then sync up with these final like extermination mm. scenes. So, mm-hmm. But indeed, you know, I, I think the only reason that Satana stayed is because JK will be uh, coming back next week. All right. Well, fair enough. Thanks for the spoiler. You're welcome. I'll just every week I'll just keep you keep you spoiled. Take the, all the joy out of it. Um, but it's also like there was a part of me that even without knowing that I was like, I don't know. I feel like I just feel like they're I. This doesn't make sense to me. Like I would expect J.K. to come back. Maybe it won't be next week. Maybe it'll be in two weeks. So this might not be a spoiler. All right. Well, I do like when a reality elimination competition eliminates contestants, um, unless it's the case for All-Stars 7. Yeah, unless it's someone I like. Yeah, exactly. Then keep them both. Oh, double save. Yeah. Gaga. (laughs) Yeah. Gaga. Oh, I hope they never send Fantasia home. I just don't think they could do that. I just don't think. How could you send her home? Oh, in that bucket hat? Uh, Are you kidding me? Well, uh, who's your BSA, Mary, of the of the spooky terror in the woods? You know, I just I got to dance with the one that brought me in, in a rusted old Dodge minivan, Cynthia, Cynthia Dahl. But I need to oh. also say up front that like the pizza monster vibes I'm getting from Jarvis. And it's just fun to identify pizza early on. Mm. Fair enough. Uh, I think I'll give it to, oh, I don't know, the marshmallow coming out of her ass. Mm, Yeah. When's dinner? Yeah. Melt in my mouth or my ass. Yeah. Melt melt in your mouth and then in your ass (laughs) and then back in my mouth. (laughs) Uh, Oh, these are free episodes. If you... If you have any thoughts on Dragula Terror in the Woods, you can reach out to us on Instagram at AllRightMaryPod. If you want, you can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. And you can find me on my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast, where we are queening out on Best Supporting Actresses every week, like Cynthia Dahl. Gaga! And you can find me on Instagram at Drucker underscore. And you can find more of both of us on Patreon. I don't know why I always get confused there. On Patreon, uh, where we're currently covering Drag Race UK Season 5, which has been a lot of fun. And if you like anaphylactic... Close your eyes. It's Ginger Johnson, so you get even more of her on Drag Race UK. Uh, and, of course, you could even bump up and join us later. Only Mary's level, where you get things even darker and deeper and sweeter, because we've got that sweetness. And that's all at patreon.com slash allrightmary. It tastes like this, but sweeter. Yeah, it does. It tastes like this, but sweeter. So, anyway, speaking of which, what is our last chance floor show for the week? Our last chance floor show is Living Dead Girl by Rob Zombie in honor of Throb Zombie joining this cast. Uh, Living Dead Girl, obviously, because of JK. 
Uh, well, let's do it. Let's boogie to it. All right, Mary. That's easy.